Hey guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not, welcome back, friend. Either way, I'm just so glad you guys are here. Today, I have a very exciting word. Um, Before I jump into it, I wanted to share something with you guys. It's a transparent moment. Um, I did not want to say it. But this is literally a part of my ministry, just being raw, and hopefully you guys um, receive help or guidance or understanding and even hear God when I speak. (laughs) So, um, my husband's out the house. Um, Like, he's gone. I don't know where he is I put him out last night because um I was aware that he was at someone's house (laughs) when I called and the level of disrespect was just more than I can bear (laughs) and when I say that I meant like where I knew that I was not gonna respond in the way that God wanted me to like it was just to me it was the last straw and I prayed I cried to God because I was just so furious and so hurt and I want to make it clear that it had nothing to do with where he was it had nothing to do because I already know that he's been committing um infidelity I already know that he's been cheating on me so it wasn't really that it was more so of how he was talking to me in front of <laughs> the side piece. So it was just like, and y'all, honestly, I just asked the same questions. I was just, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And, you know, I'm not sitting up here. Like some people just only make themselves look peachy perfect girl. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'll let y'all know if I did something. And really, I just called him the vibe was already awkward and I was kind of like, you know, I don't know. Like the, the, it was awkward. And I was like, well, where are you? Cause this is the normal stuff that questions wives or husbands would ask. <laughs> and so he couldn't answer my question. And so it was just a lot of disrespect. Like it just escalated so fast. And I'm like, why are you acting so strange? And he was just painting this picture like I was just tripping on him and it was it was bad so I just basically said cool like keep that energy don't come back home like if that's where you want to be then be there because I just kind of got tired of like the the double life the back and forth and just being disrespected and I prayed I said God I know you do not want me to be a doormat I know that. And so what happened was it was just supposed to be for a night. I needed a break because your girl <laughs> felt like if he would have came home, it it just would have been, it would have been ugly. And um, later that night, it was actually early this morning. It was like 12 a.m. I was taking a shower and I was like, you know, this was peaceful. Like knowing that he wasn't going to come home. And I think I want this. I want to be separated until he gets figure out what he wants pretty much because this whole like 
having your cake and eat it too is just not cool. And um, yeah, I, I honestly, I didn't know if I was led by the Lord or if it was my emotions. But all I can tell you guys is that I felt peace. And I know like some videos I've watched about marriage restoration, women talk about oh, you don't ever put a man out or you don't ever put the spouse out because you're just saying like, okay. But also we understand that not every word is for us. Not all of us go through the same exact situation. Not all of us have the same exact walk. And God does not speak to all of us the same exact way. Like this word that I'm speaking now is not for everybody. But when I say that I had like so much peace, it was insane. Like, it was insane. It was insane. And the thing was, he told me, because um, when I was like excited about what I was feeling, I was like, God, this feels good. So I'm just going to wash his work clothes for the week and all that and just pretty much kick him out until he gets it together. Like, I just, enough was enough. And now it was coming down to just respecting myself. Like, I'm not going to let you just disrespect me. And I'm not chasing somebody who doesn't want to be chased, who doesn't want to be wanted. Like, he obviously doesn't want to just be here. And I felt like I've done all that I could as a wife, standing by your side and knowing what you're doing and just willing to wait, you know, for you to stop. You know, honestly, week to week, I know what you're doing. Week to week, I knew what he was doing. You know, and I still was loving up on him. Not sex, but in every other way that I could, I was still being a woman of God. And then now it comes to me, you abusing me even further for something that I'm like, something that you're, it was just crazy and it wasn't healthy for my kids. And I was just like, I have to draw the line. And so I washed his stuff. I packed it all up. I gave made some little goodie bags. <laughs> I made some little goodie bags for him and I set it outside. Like, there you go. Wherever you came from, you can go ahead and go back there. And I don't even care. I don't even care. Like it's like a weird feeling. And so I told him, I was like, look, um, it's been peaceful. Even my kids, like, it was, it's peaceful not to feel like we're going to have to, because sometimes we just go back and forth and like bickering. The kids don't even have to deal with the bickering, you know? So I told him like, look, I'm at peace. You just going to have to find some place to go. I mean, clearly you keep doing what you're doing. That person should let you lay your head at their place then, right? If 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 she is, is getting it, then, you know, you should be able to bathe there and sleep there and eat there. If, you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, go on ahead, have it. I mean, I'm still his wife. I don't plan on divorcing him until God gives me the green light. But I believe that God is going to restore this. So, basically... Your girl's happy. And what I see is God is even expanding. Um, a young lady told me that this morning. Um, she was holding my hand. And she um, just showed me how, the bigger picture in this too. Of like, this is 
taking my ministry to like a whole nother level of me understanding now when a spouse is you know the prodigal spouse also being absent from the home now because I was receiving a lot of emails and I I didn't I don't know what that's like because he was here and honestly I felt like it was worse because I constantly would see it all over him infidelity all over him knowing he was with somebody else and knowing that I wasn't desired anymore like that hurt every like every single time you know him now even wanting to be in the room with me like we were like roommates and it was just toxic. Like, now I feel like there's so much peace here. My kids are happy. I'm even shockingly happy. <laughs> and I don't know. So he threatened me, you know, to cut everything off. And I think that was a fear. That was always a fear of me never leaving my husband because I felt like I couldn't stand. And you guys, all I can say is is going to have, this is what God is saying, is going to have to look impossible so that it can be a miracle. I have no income. I don't have anyone who can help me. I'm a mother with three kids who just, whose husband is not even willing to just contribute while he's gone. Like he made that, I don't know. He It could have been an empty threat. I don't know. And I don't care. All I know is, God has me and I just want you to know friend um whether you're a husband or a wife God has you. I believe that God is going to provide. So that was like a 9 minute intro. <laughs> so I'm going to go on ahead and um share this word with you guys. Um it is really 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 good. Um, and I just really hope that you guys listen through, even if you guys have to listen in parts, like I know I talk a lot. So go ahead, you know, do part A, B and C, like chop it up, however you need to do it. But I really want you guys to finish it because this is just an amazing word. So, um, I wanted to start off and saying like, this is very much so a prophetic word. So even though God gave it to me regarding my marriage, this word can apply to any area in your life that seems to be dead. But please seek God first because every word is not for us. Okay. It's like I mentioned earlier, like it can sound good, but it might not be for you. This lady was sitting here saying we should never kick our husband out. My husband been home for a year. It was just hell it was just hell and I felt so imbalanced but honestly him being gone it has only been like not even 24 hours um so I don't know I just feel a level of peace that I've not felt in probably ever to be honest so again it's not for everybody so um y'all also know like (sighs) Lately, we've been just us spouses who are waiting on God. Like, we're just waiting and like, Lord, where are you? This is taking forever, like for restoration and whatever. Like, it just seemed like it's taking a long time. But I know, like, but we're like, God, we know the promises you made. We know what you said. But honestly, right, if you're standing with me, we can't even imagine. I cannot imagine how God is going to fix his marriage. I can't. I can't. Like, I really can't. I just cannot. That's how done this thing is, right? Um, I know that, uh, like, at this point, the only thing that can make my marriage, even the slightest desirable, 
is the Lord and only the Lord. Like no one else and nothing else can. Nothing. Like I don't care if my husband came home and just like, I don't know. What do I like? I He can't do anything. I mean, I can't even think anything. Nothing he can do himself would make me even want him back here or to even feel like, yay, I'm married. Like I, nothing is literally is going to have to be God. Okay. And I know that God is going to go above and beyond our expectation, expectations, because if he told you to stay in a marriage, he would never have us go through this for nothing. That is the only thing like that. One of the things that I've been resting on is that I know that he is going to perfect everything that concerns me and that he is going to go above and beyond my expectations. Like, I just know that because there's no way. There's no way. So anyway, God led me to this famous story of Lazarus. Lazarus. Um, and when he started to speak to me about what was what he was going to do for my marriage and yours, I just kind of got excited after reading the story. So I just wanted to encourage you guys first, read the full story. It's in um, the book of John, chapter 11. Um, I believe it's verses 1 through 44. But for me, like today, I'm just going to be highlighting... <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm just going to be highlighting verses that minister to me, okay? So I'm going to start off in verse 3. And it says, So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, The sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, y'all. But <laughs> so when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for two more days, y'all. And then he said to the, his disciple, disciples, let's go back to Judea, you guys. So what God has shown me here was that in our marriage, it's been rocky. <laughs> it's been going downhill like super fast. And um, when we start started to feel the pain of it and even worrying and it's like, okay, God, this is starting to look bad, right? We call on the Lord like, God, you got to do something. Lord, you need to come through because this person is just, you know, we have those prayers. Understand that Jesus receives our prayers. He knew from the very first day, your very first groan, your very first thought of like, oh my gosh, like he knew. He knew and he received the prayers, our prayers, and he understand. He understood our concerns even from the very beginning. I don't know. Some people have been standing in this rocky marriage for like 10 years or maybe you're like me. It's kind of been like a toxic thing since I met him. (laughs) But as far as me being in this position of like, what the heck is going on? It's been a year. It's been a year of hell for me, like just straight up hell. I can say that it's just only been a year, but I know there's people who've been standing for even longer, but understand like since the very first day you felt like, uh, uh-uh. uh, God received your prayer. He received your groan. Okay. But understand he's not worried. He was never worried. Okay. Because he knows that our marriage is not dead. 
even if it's dying to us and what we see is very real, right? It's in our eyes. Like we're not in our eyes. It's in right in our sight, right in our face. Not even so. We're experiencing it. But God is not. He, listen, he didn't just jump and go run to Lazarus. He took his time, y'all. He took his time. So from everything you are you are experienced, you know that this is the very end of your marriage. You know you've been holding on. You've been being patient as you can. Maybe your partner is the one. He's already packed up and left. As for my case, my husband, he he's not home right now, right? Some of you guys already had divorce papers that are signed. Um, maybe your partner has moved in with another person. It's for sure dead, like... There is no marriage, right? But there is literally nothing humanly possible like for you to do at this point. This is what it is, right? Okay, but then verse 14, I skipped all the way down to verse 14. Then Jesus said to them plainly, "Lazarus, Lazarus is dead and I am glad for your sake that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us, nevertheless, let us go to him. You guys, Jesus is saying he is glad for our sakes that he didn't stop this. He is glad that we are where we are, not in a teasing and unloving and uh, just a harsh way. But what he's saying is because this is this where we are is just so done. He can now perform a miracle or now he can perform multiple miracles. Okay. When you get to the absolute end of yourself, beyond, right? For us, now we are like beyond ourselves, okay? And when you and your partner and everybody else that is around you, they know, we all know the situation is dead. Only God can get the glory. Only God can get the glory from this. Only God can get the glory, Nothing and no one can do anything. Nothing like literally, I can't say that enough because I've already felt like that and I thought I was, but now my husband's gone. Now my husband, I this is the first time where I didn't know where my husband was overnight. This is the very first time with us being out here in Texas and us not knowing people is like the first time. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to even want this man back. It's going to take a miracle. It is going to have to take a miracle. So friend, we are exactly where God wants us to be. Okay, so now I'm jumping all the way back down or down to verse 17. And it says, on his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus was was already had already, sorry, you guys, had already been in the tomb for four days. Um, I want to pause right here and say, God is waiting on purpose. You understand? God knows what he's doing. And again, you are exactly where God wants you to be. Okay. God is, he's taking his time. He is making a statement. Okay, all of it is going to come back around. So I'm going to go down to verse 20, verse 20 and 21. And it says, when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
You guys, how many of us have been there, been praying this prayer? Like we pray like, Lord, if you would have just done X, Y, and Z on X day, whenever, like, then we wouldn't have been here. Right, my kids wouldn't be suffering. My spouse would be home. I would be happy. My marriage would have been. I could have been here. We could have had this house. We could have had this wedding. We could have like we. If God, if you would have just done this, like we here, trying to tell God, basically, like we know better than He does, because like what we see and what we're experiencing, what this feels like, is like hell. It's like God, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you taking so long? Like, what, what, do you not care, Lord? Right? That's where I am. Right? Verse 22 says, but I know that even now God will, no, but I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask, Lord. So listen, y'all, do you have this kind of faith in the Lord? Do you believe that even though your marriage looks and feels terrible and it's the complete opposite of what you were promised, it just seems like it. the promise is getting further and further away. Like this is starting to look like, God, did I hear you wrong, right? Do you believe that through Christ, God will give you whatever you ask? Do you believe that? I mean, I mean, it's okay. I'll just speak for myself. Sometimes, no. Like, I really have to remind myself. It's not something that I just think and know. I don't walk through difficult times and be like, oh, I know God's going to get this. Like, I'm not that disciplined yet. Where I am is like, I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Then I have to pull myself back. I'm trying to get to a place where I don't have to pull myself back. But I have to be like, Lord, like, you know, I feel like this. <laughs> you got to do something, okay? Or, God, I feel like this, but I trust you. (laughs) I have to say it. I have to say it until I believe it. That's where I am, y'all. So I wanted to say, like, it's okay to vent to the Lord and speak on how you feel. I just think we need to be careful and understand that it's just our feelings. And I'll be the first to tell you, it's hard to remember that these are just emotions when you're feeling those feelings, especially when they're strong emotions. Like I told y'all yesterday, I did not feel like I was, I did not feel like a woman of God. No, absolutely not. And I love the Lord with all my heart, y'all, with all my heart. But I was so angry at my husband. I wasn't even heartbroken. Like I'm past that. I was like, you know what? You really trying me. You're really trying me. And I just wanted to come out swinging. I wanted to let him have it. I wanted to so badly, y'all. I wanted him. Honestly, I wanted him to come home because I was just angry. And I wanted to lash out. But it wasn't healthy for so many reasons. Number one, that's exactly what the enemy wants. is to get me to flip. (laughs) To get me to snap. Number two, it just wasn't productive. You know, and three, my children, my children, they don't need to be experiencing that. But when I'm like that angry and hot, sometimes like me being real, I I wouldn't think about those things. But I'm just so glad that God was like, I don't know. I felt like he intervened or something. I just had to just don't come home. I had to put up a boundary like just don't come home. It's not wise for either of us for you to be here okay so I understand um 
it's not the easiest to remember when you're feeling those feelings that they are just feelings and that they will pass. Y'all, it just takes practice. But we just need to be fully aware that our faith is not in what we see or feel. It's in God. That's something that we have to remember. And y'all, this is a word for me today, right now. This is a word for me as well, okay? This Christian walk is not easy. And it hurts. It hurts. But guess what? The Bible does say we will be persecuted. It does say that we have to die to our flesh, like, daily. God says that, right? (laughs) It's like, dang, does it have to be this hard, Lord? Like, dang, right? But as of late, you know, um, I have been feeling kind of down, um, like every other day. Like, I have my good days, I have my bad days, I have my good days. Like, it seems like it's been like that. But sometimes, um, even so, like right before I give the word to you guys, I'm not even fully there yet. I have to press into God. And I notice, like, the harder I press into God, um, I begin to feel his peace. I begin to feel his peace. It, to me, I guess I can explain it in a way that it takes mental strength. It, and I guess, I guess in a way it would tie into us putting the flesh down because what we're doing is making a decision of not being in our flesh, but being in the spirit. Is is definitely a muscle that I still need to build some strength in. You know, I can say that I don't take days. Like, it used to take me days to get out of a ditch. Where now it may take me an hour or so. <laughs> and it's getting sooner. It's getting faster. Like, the recovery is getting faster. But sometimes y'all, like... I just get hit kind of hard. But anyway, um, what I'm saying is like, we know it's not easy, but even if you just got to lay and not say anything, just lay at God's feet, y'all just do whatever you got to do to get you there. Do whatever you got to do. And even ask the Lord if you just don't know. But for me, I have to just lay in my dark closet, maybe play some gospel music, sometimes nothing just hearing his voice and that's it but anyway okay so um verse 23 through 26 and it says jesus said to her your brother will rise again martha answered i know he will rise again in the resurrection at that at the last day jesus said to her i am the resurrection and the life the one who believes in me will live even though they die And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Y'all, this is my favorite part of the story, right? (laughs) When Jesus tells her he is, like when he tells her who he is, he says, I'm the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. You guys, death means nothing to Jesus. It's nothing to him. It's nothing to him. It doesn't matter how lifeless your situation is. God can resurrect it. God can bring it to life. He is life. He is resurrection. I mean, the resurrection, okay? Okay. 
Because you are believing in God, friend, to do this for you, he will do it in Jesus' name. He just wants your faith. Do you believe that nothing is impossible for him? Like, seriously, I I have to tell myself there's nothing God cannot do for me. There's nothing. God is not limited to anything. Again, y'all, this is like mental strength, like having to relearn and understand, like, living this word out. Listen, I don't just read the word, but like literally living out the word. I have to keep telling myself that. Okay, verse 31. Then um, the Jews, the Jews who were... Uh, with her in the house and comforting her when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out uh, and went out they followed her saying she is going okay sorry so she is going to the tomb to weep there so when I was reading this God gave me a picture of those who are trying to comfort comfort us while we are going through our difficult marriages or anything that looks like it's impossible. Like these people who are surrounding us and crying with us and moping with us and confirming that this is dead. Like these people do not have faith in God. They don't have faith in the resurrection of what God can do, right? They believe what they see, <laughs> right? But understand God is completely restoring your marriage And it's for them too. It's for those who uh, believed what they saw. It's going to bless them too, you guys. Um, Because they're around, right? They're in the mix. They know what's going on in your marriage. They know what's going on in your life. They know about the dead ends. They know about how, yeah, and they're encouraging you. Yeah, just let them go. Yeah, um, yeah. So you want to come back home? You want... What do you want me to do? Because this is it. You want to, want me to help you get those divorce papers? You want me to help you get the child support set up? Like these people are confirming that it's dead. Like to them from what they see. But understand that when God blesses your marriage, it's going to build their faith too. Right? When God does stuff like this, when he uses us for his glory, understand it ain't just about us. It's not just about you and your husband or uh, you and your wife. It's not about just that. It's the people too or whatever it is. Remember, it's not just about marriage. It's, it's anything, any obstacle, anything that looks like it's dead and God brings to life is going to build the unbeliever's faith, okay? Um, verse 32 says, Then when Jesus came... Uh, where Jesus, wait, then when Mary, I'm so sorry, you guys. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. (sighs) And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see Jesus wept. Um, you guys, everything that you are feeling, Jesus is feeling. God is feeling. We have to remember that he isn't someone who just makes the impossible possible, but that he literally walks with you. He sits with you. He laughs with you. He cries with you. He walks this hard walk with you. 
And he knows what it, what it's like to be persecuted. He knows what it's like. It doesn't seem that way sometimes because it's like, then God, why is this taking so long? And why aren't you doing anything, you know? But I know that I don't know exactly why God has taken so long um, and, and why we are where we are other than having to trust that it's for a reason that we just can't see yet. It just comes back down to trust and faith in the Lord. It comes back down to, do you know his character? It comes back down to like, you got to get in your word and see how things play out because the Bible is so prophetic. The Bible applies to your life today. So you look in any stories, like we're looking into Lazarus. So the story of Lazarus, so we know how this is going to end. You know, and then there's the book of Job that I have yet to read through. But I know it starts off bad, but it ends up with a blessing. It ends good. Like when we read and we see the same exact pattern and how faithful our God is, he doesn't just allow his people to just go through it and that be it. <laughs> he He lets them go through it. They build strength, character, faith, and he blesses them. He blesses them. He keeps his word, you guys. If God said to you, he's going to restore your marriage. If God said to you, he's going to bring your spouse back. If God said that to you, he's true. He does not lie, okay? Another thing, um, something that God spoken to me before was um, when I gave a word on breakthrough and I knew I felt it, but I didn't see anything happen. <laughs> you know, God was telling me breakthroughs did happen the days that I uh, prophesied or around the times that I prophesied it, but it was in the spirit, in the spirit. Breakthroughs happen in the spiritual realm as well. That's usually when it's where it starts. Okay, so what we are waiting on, honestly, is the manifestation. I don't know if you guys are like sensitive in the spirit where we can kind of feel like something's going on. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I know something is happening and we're anticipating to see a change or the manifestation of it. But sometimes it, that's not what it is. Sometimes what you feel is legit. What you feel is spot on, but it's in the spirit. Things is going. Things are going down in the spirit, right? The things that we don't see because don't forget, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, okay? The spiritual realm is very much real, like very, very much real. Okay, so verse 38, 39, I'm almost done too, by the way. Um, 38 says, then Jesus again groaning in himself, uh, come, oh, came to the tomb. I don't know why I'm struggling, okay? Uh, he came to the tomb. It was a great, it was a cave in a stone laid against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. What God is saying is, I know you're hurting. God knows you're hurting. He knows your heart is broken. He knows, um, that your heart is hard towards that person or towards the situation. And it's very natural. I mean, that's, that is a natural reaction. We've gone through a lot, okay? Um, but God needs us to take away the stone. He needs us to take away the hardness of our hearts, okay? It it may not even be just towards your spouse. Sometimes our heart is hard towards God. Like, we don't want to hear another word about breakthrough. We don't want to hear another uh, word of uh, prophecy about 
our husbands coming back or our wives coming back. Sometimes we don't want to hear that. But God is saying we got to take away that stone. Okay. Martha, uh, this is part of 39. Uh, Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was a sister of who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time, there is a stench. For he has been dead for four days. We are just like Martha. God, why would you ask me to take away the stony, stony heart? Why are you asking me to be nice? Why are you asking me to let my guards down? Why are you asking me to forgive? Why are you asking me to open my heart? There's no fixing this marriage. It is beyond dead. It is decomposed, Lord. It is gone. We feel like there is absolutely no use because there is no coming back from this. Why are you asking me to do this, God? Why are you asking me to open myself up so I could be hurt again, Lord? Why? Okay? That's like what Martha is saying. That's what we we say to God. Verse 40 says, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you will believe, you will see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing uh, by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he, I'm sorry, you guys. Now when he has said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave cloths cloths and um his face was wrapped with a cloth jesus said to him to them loose him and let him go you guys there's so much happening in those four verses first thing is what i see or what god has shown me is god is saying if you believe you will see the glory of god if you believe that he can not only heal but make your marriage new you will not be let down. You will not be let down. I know our natural reaction is like, I just want to protect myself. We got these boundaries up our hearts. Like, nah, I don't know, God. I've been doing this. I've been walking this too long. I don't know, God. But despite the way your marriage looks and smells like, (laughs) despite how you feel, we have to move the stone. Even though people calling you crazy or people calling you desperate, no, God can do all things. If God said it, he's going to do it. And the second thing that God has shown me um, in this is that when Jesus was ready, when Jesus was ready, I have to say that one more time. When Jesus was ready, not when you were ready, not when I am ready, when Jesus is ready to call Lazarus, when Jesus is ready to call your spouse, your spouse will answer. Your spouse will answer to God. Okay, when God is ready to call, they will come. And this is what God is saying. It doesn't even matter if this person is an unbeliever. It doesn't matter if this person is not. They don't sound or look like they love God. Or maybe you do have a spouse that believes in the Lord, but they're just so far. None of that matters when it comes to the Lord. None of that matters. He knows exactly how to touch somebody's heart. And I gave a word um, about that before. Okay. But um, what God is saying, he's going to restore. And when he restore, 
it's going to be completely new. He is not a man, right? God doesn't lie. So we have to trust that when he said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Even when God came down to earth and flesh, which means he felt what you felt, like legit, like your pain, your heartache, your frustrations, like he felt those things as well. Um, so he's not foreign to it. <laughs> so um, even then, you guys, he didn't sin. So how much more, how much more is he the truth to seeing after, I mean, how much more is he the truth to see you through this? I don't know if I just made sense right there. What I'm saying is God knows if he doesn't lie. He doesn't lie. Even when he came down to the earth, like he just did not lie. I'm sorry. I don't know if that part made sense. But anyway. Those are my uh, neighbors. Um, Then verse 44. I'm going to read that one more time. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave cloths. And his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let them go. You guys, all the sins, all the dead things, all the the bondage, all the, the yokes, the things that kept your spouse down, um will fall off the thing that that's kept your spouse from wanting to come home the sins all of that is coming off that's going to fall off your spouse because everything must bow to jesus everything must bow listen obey god okay so when your spouse comes back home after the lord calls them first it's impossible for them to return the same god is not going to send your spouse back the same Mm-mm. no this is a prophetic word you guys so i just want to say look it's going to happen friend it is going to happen we don't know the date and the time but just know every day you wake up is a day closer to you having your restored marriage every minute that goes by during the day you're a minute closer to having your restored marriage we have to remove the stony hearts and have a heart of flesh it's not just our spouse who needs to get in line even though we have our feelings, we have, we're justified, y'all. Like, we are, but God needs us to be in the most loving place. He needs us to, to have faith and believe in him. Because with us having this bitterness, it's kind of like, what is the point? It's almost like we don't really believe God. Like, we don't believe he's going to do it. We don't believe that our spouse will be changed. Like, and I'm, I'll speak for myself. I'll say, like, that is partially, partially why I'm like, yeah, nah, I don't want to talk to him. You know what I mean? It's like, for what? <laughs> when I say for what is because I'm believing that he ain't going to change. What's the point? But when we take away the stony heart is literally an act of faith of saying, you know what, God, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Okay. It is a process. It is a process and we have to just accept it and, and wait, wait on the Lord. Um, truly seek God and ask him what you should do in the meantime. God has had me, has me working on things and, um, I'm making sure I meet up with him multiple times a day (laughs) 
because we can't keep our focus on our spouse. We just can't. Like, we need to be productive in the meantime. I even um, started working out, you guys. <laughs> you know, just to keep it black and white, it's definitely going to look impossible before God, before God comes through. Something God said to me was, um, when I see the opposite of what was promised, that is my confirmation. As crazy as it sounds, but that is confirmation of what God said. Okay, literally, the attacks are my confirmation. The enemy wants to counter everything that God has promised. So because your marriage is hell right now, God is about to give you a kingdom marriage. He's about to give you a marriage filled with his love, with his peace, his joy, harmony, um, honesty, pure purity. You know, a marriage filled with his spirit, a kingdom marriage, you guys. Um, let this word marinate in you guys spirit and um if this is a word for you um as you know i will have you guys um covered in prayer and also if you want to agree with me in prayer i'll have a quick one right after um i just want y'all to know that i love you guys i'm praying for you guys i'm standing with you guys believing in this restoration we are i keep saying this but it's true because every single time I stay, we are closer. We're closer to the breakthrough, you guys. Um, I just want you guys to be blessed in Jesus' name. And that's all I have for you guys. This is 45 minutes. <laughs> it's so long. But know that I love you guys and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.